0: embrace the rebels within us, and more deeply come to explore the complex and agitated edges of our existence. Now before we get started, please don't be a rebel yet and grab your phone and hit that little button that says subscribe. Thank you, because your dreams don't build themselves. What's up and welcome back to the Dream Mason Podcast. It's your host, Alex Terranova. I haven't done this in a while. I haven't done a solo episode in a while and I've been wanting to do this and I've been trying to create, I can create so much content in so many ways, but often I don't create content uh, to bring here outside of interviews. And uh, I had some thoughts recently and I've been putting them down and this is one I want to share. I hope this is uh, supportive, helpful in whatever you're up to and whatever your goals are. So... We're gonna, let's talk about marathons or sprints. So if you had to say, do you sprint or marathon? Now I don't mean that literally per se, but like in life, in work, in relationships, in fitness, in anything, are you a sprinter? Are you a marathoner? So I have been thinking about this for the first time and I've never considered it before. And maybe it's because I'm not a runner, um I actually hate running typically but I think maybe it's because I never questioned the way in which I showed up for short term or in the long term cuz really that's what sprinting or marathon rep- like represents and that's what I'm actually talking about here right we're not talking about running actual literal running we're talking about sprinting or marathon as a marathoning as a mindset so let's talk about how we relate to the short-term game versus the long-term game when you're working on projects are you more effective and powerful in the short term like short-term planning quick strike action repeated fast discipline to create pretty much immediate results or are you more of like that long game strategy person you have that one year maybe the three year or the five year plan and you stick to it you put one foot in front of the other day in and day out, and you methodically take action without the need to see movement or results in the short term because you're really focused on that big vision or that long goal. Now, you know, in thinking about this, I don't think any of us are 100% a sprinter or a marathon. I do believe that we have habits and behaviors that thrust us more into one of these two groups But it's not like a 100% one and 0% the other. You know, for me, I'm really great when it comes to short-term projects or tests that need an intense, fast, deliberate action. Projects that have a clear start and a clear finish with a desired result, that's like money for me. I like need to see the finish line. Something that might take a day, a week, or even a month, right? Like I can see where I'm starting and where I'm trying to get to. You want me on your team for those kind of activities. And those are actually the activities that I have the most fun with. I can put my head down and I can go. I can take action without worrying about getting bored or tired or needing to generate motivation on purpose. I can just go and do. But now for me, when it comes to the long game, that that is like a whole other conversation. And that's how I feel at the core is it's just like, ugh. you're telling me we have to be disciplined. We have to have patience. We have to take our time. We have to put one foot in front of the other repeatedly, day in and day out, without necessarily getting closer to or even seeing the results. And that kind of sounds like god-awful. For me, it's easy to say to myself, you have to grind it up today. You have to do this this week or this month, and then you're gonna get the reward or the result. But to think that you have to do something every day for months or years and that we may or may not see a result and we won't know for a long time, that seems just like really uncomfortable and difficult to digest. I find that I can stay motivated or inspired. Sorry, let me, I want to like re-say that. I find that I can't stay motivated or inspired. I get bored. I start to question my intentions or what the purpose that I started was ever even for, or is it even worth it? So how does that impact you or why should you even care? Well, I hope that as you're listening to this, you're like, man, am I a sprinter or a marathon? Like you're actually looking at your life and not just looking at mine. Because I assert that you also have a pattern when it comes to sprinting or marathons. And see, the thing is, you don't necessarily want to be disempowered in either area. Because both have value and importance. Both matter depending on the situation or what you're working on. It's nice to be able to sit down for an hour, for a few hours, and power through a project without breaks or being patient. It's nice to be able to bust your ass all day long and see a clear result at the end of the day. It's nice to leave like all of it on the floor, you know, leave the sweat on the floor, the gym, have grease on your hands, cut yourself up, bruise yourself to see at the end of the day, you got a result from that thing you poured yourself into. That result quickly, like I threw all of it in and I got a result. And it's also nice to empower a marriage for years to create a project or an idea and plan it out, to strategize it, to work it out over time. Not because you need to move slow, but because often great things are like marriages, companies, or legacies. They take time. They take repetition and they take consistency. If you're like me, the short game is empowered and that's great. And sometimes, look, the long game I've I've been able to succeed at, I wrote a book called Fictional Authenticity, and it took four and a half years. That's a long game. But generally, the long game is where I struggle. And what happens if you want things that are going to require a long game? Like you want to be a parent. That's a long game. Or you want to empower a long-term relationship like a marriage. Or maybe you want to build a company. Both long games. Both of those things require you to shift your relationship to marathons. If, you're detri- if you are disempowered by the long game, it's gonna make any of those things really challenging. And we can flip it, right? If you, if you your struggle to create quick action and quick strike and powerful action on a day, an hour, a week, then you're disempowered in making some things happen that could be happening for you pretty quickly. It's detrimental to your success if you're disempowered as a sprinter or as a marathoner. And there are times that we need power, speed, efficiency, and results fast. And there are for sure times that we need discipline, consistency, longevity, patience, and focus to get the results we want. So after listening to this, where do you fall in the process? What is the cost of you not being able to empower the other style? Said another way is if you can't sprint, how is that impacting your life or your goals or your relationships or your business? If you can't marathon or just aren't as strong in that area, how is that impacting all the different areas of your life? Now I'll throw out two questions to you. What might be possible if you were able to become a better sprinter? What might be possible if you were able to become a better marathoner? In the end, success is both a sprint and a marathon. If you can't win a short race, you lack a bunch of skills. If you can't win a long race, you also lack a bunch of skills. In life, in business, in relationships, in anything, you never know what challenges or circumstances are gonna get thrown and thrust in your way. But if you can sprint and you can marathon, there actually isn't a challenge that can stop you. So in playing with these ideas, I was brainstorming and I was like, how could we become a better sprinter and how can we become a better marathoner? So I wrote down some ideas and I'm I'm gonna give them to you now. So how to become a better sprinter. Number one. Create a daily project goal. So have one or more projects that you are going to complete in one day. So obviously you can't set yourself up to lose here. Like don't create a project like I'm going to write a whole book in one day because that's not going to happen in a day. It's just likely not going to be completed. You might say something like I will create a full book outline in a day or I will write one chapter or I'll write the plan or the vision Of this business I want to create in a day. Those are doable and they might even stretch you. Number two, create projects that have not a lot of importance to practice pushing yourself hard and working your butt off and focusing on a goal of having something be finished or achieved in the end of one day. Something like, I'm going to clean out my garage, I'm going to rearrange a room, I'm going to take all these things that have been sitting around my house to goodwill and get rid of them. But actually go from beginning to end and finish something. Obviously pick something that stretches you and challenges you, typically something you might be putting off. But show yourself that if you put your head down, you can actually achieve a sprint and win when it comes to that. Number three, make up some daily challenges. Things that would require you to give something of yourself. Like give all of yourself for something for. Short period of time and go all out in that thing. Practice sprinting. It's actually a lot simpler than it might even sound. There's so many different things that you could create in your business and your relationships that you could practice in this area. So, here's some great ways to become a better marathoner find some long term motivation, AKA, like what do you really want? What's the big goal or the big vision? This means looking deeper than under the surface into why you did what you're doing for the long term. So like for instance, if you're writing a book or leading a social movement, what is the first layer or top reason you're doing this? What is under that? Like a deeper or more powerful reason. And then go under that and under that and under that. Like helping a partner with a project might look like doing a lot of things over a long period of time because you love them. Instead of looking at it as like, oh, I have to do this with that person, you could think of it as like, no, I love that person, which is why I'm doing it. So me doing it is loving that person. You love them, they need your help, so you aren't doing the project because they asked you to do the project, but because you're their partner and you love them, and that's the motivation. If it's that book or that social movement, it's not about writing the book or you know, leading that one march. What's the bigger reason? Because you wanna leave a name for yourself. You wanna have a legacy. You wanna make a difference for other people. So setup number two is set some cl- super clear long-term goals. So with those goals, Make shorter term goals that keep you on your task, right? Like if you're running a marathon, you want to know where the halfway point is. You want to know maybe a quarter, three quarters of the way through. But you really clear it's 26 miles, it's this far away. It's going to be on. Make sure everything is so clear that you can see your progress as you're making your way towards it. Because any long term goal does have little pro- like process or targets that we hit, but we also, we often are so fixated on longer term that we miss the smaller things. So focusing on the results you want to get from that long-term goal is kind of the key here. So for instance, if I use a start, like starting a company as an example, what are the results that I want to get from starting this company? Maybe, you know, like when you first look at it, it's like money or notoriety, but dive deeper and you see it's to be proud of yourself, to be fulfilled or to be satisfied. Maybe it's to take care of your family to be able to provide a legacy so your kids can go to college or you can build something for generations or your, even your community. And then each day when you aren't feeling motivated, right, in these short term, you have to focus on those things that are bigger than to keep you moving forward in running this marathon. I said to somebody recently, you know, when you're running a marathon, people's feet get blistered. They get bloody nipples. Like all sorts of crazy things happen when people do long-distance running. And if they focus on all these little things, it's going to take them out. They have to focus on why they're running that marathon. And typically, it's fine just not to finish the marathon. Finishing the marathon gives them something or access to something they want. The third thing is marathons are finished from training and consistency. So train and be consistent. Create habits and practices to empower yourself daily day in and day out effectively, regardless of how you feel or what's going on. For instance, set timers to have you execute things in a time frame. Create habits that you do every single day and do them over and over again every single day so you create a routine and don't break the routine. Train yourself in the little games so you can win the bigger games. People don't typically go out and run 26 miles or write a book in a day. They start with running a mile. A few times until they can get to two or three or 10 or 20 or 50. Humans love routines and our bodies love routines. So when you break a routine, you cre- create a new routine. Let me actually go back a second. When you create a routine and then you break that routine, you're actually creating a new routine that might not help you to get the result you want. So even when it comes to working out, if you need to give yourself a day or two off from the gym, Those off days, take a walk or do something else active that you can stick to as part of the routine, which will serve you in getting to your long-term goal. You know, this was a, a free kind of thought where I was diving into how I fall when it comes to sprints or marathons and how it impacts my life. And while I can see that I'm more powerful at sprinting than I am at marathoning, I can also see that there's been areas where I've been really strong at marathoning. But typically, in the day-to-day of my life and the long-term goals I have, if I could strengthen my muscle to marathon, I would likely achieve more of the things that I want. And I'd also feel better about it in the process. I wouldn't get down on myself as much about not seeing instantaneous results. So my challenge or my invitation to you in listening to this is take a look at your life. Are you a sprinter, typically, or a marathoner? Is it working for you? Are you getting the results and outcomes you want based on that natural habit? And if you're not, try to strengthen the muscle of the opposite so you can, and see what happens then. And if you are seeing that, hey, I'm really good at sprinting, but if I was better at sprinting based on my life and what I'm up to and the goals I have, get better at sprinting. You don't actually have to be better at both, but would it serve you to be better at one or the other or both? I hope there's some value in this and you're taking something away. And if there is something you see, please share this episode with a friend. Uh, If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, wondering how I apply this to myself or in my coaching practice with my clients, please reach out to me. Be super psyched and happy to talk to you about it. And until next time, this is Alex Terranova and the Dream Listen Podcast. Thanks for listening. Honestly, I'm just a rebel who found a cause and has a dream And I'm super grateful for your support. If you got anything from this, please help me out and share this podcast with one person today. You can find me at thedreammason.com or at inspirationalalex on Instagram. You are a Dream Mason because your dreams don't build themselves.